Okay. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll I'll be moving around, but oh no, you know, cat sits still. Coming from the London London. And Bomb Tim's gonna get ya. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming to get you, Barbara. What an excellent day for an exorcism. He's gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. He rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Have you checked the children, children, children? Be afraid. Be very afraid. I you only murder boys. I go both ways. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? We haven't recorded the pod in a minute, you that and I. Baby. Yeah, we yeah. were on like a little sabbatical, <laughs> a little break. <laughs> yeah, sabbatical, That's um, okay. administrative leave. Yeah, does that count too? I think so. Or that sounds more serious. <laughs> no. <though>. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did get carbon monoxide poisoning, you so did. maybe, yeah, maybe yours was sab- sabbatical and mine was administrative leave. Well, uh, COVID invaded the house. That's true, for the first time. dude. We were on administrative leave, yeah, yeah. unpaid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, and then yeah, I think I think we also just kind of knew, like, going into the holidays, that like you know, yeah, shit was gonna get complicated yeah. and, and then, weird. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then yeah. Then you then you then then you had a little medical emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I missed too. fucking doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, it's nice to be back. Same. Yeah. 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 The this film made me feel some kind of way, so I just don't have like a really cute uh yeah. Yeah, kind of goes along with it. There's just there's a lot in this film. Yeah, um, I'm kind of going at this episode, just sort of like processing it with you because we haven't had the chance to talk about it at all. And I know you did the notes for this and like probably had some time to like analyze and think about it your own self. But my my thoughts might be really like, oh yeah, and that fucking happened, and <laughs> oh yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> Just a heads up. My my I might not have the most like thoughtful an- okay. analyses of this episode because I'm just like so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, that was that was it. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know. Yeah, like I don't like I even have like a note, like I don't have a charming intro right now. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe like uh Dear listeners, uh, fuck around and find out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Because I just felt like, again, we will get into this film, but um, I'm Jasmine. I'm Serena. And we are Babes from the Black Lagoon, a bi-weekly podcast where we gather together and explore horror films fused with a feminist approach. Um, well, I feel like we just like kind of caught up. Yeah, we well, talked about <laughs> we talked about crunchy chicken. Crunchy chicken. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, but you know, good holiday, new year, new episodes of the pod. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I don't want to put any expectations on myself for this year, so 
you know? Yeah. I mean, I still, like, 2024, like, doesn't even feel like a real number. Like, anytime <laughs> I have to write it on a form, I'm like, okay, everything's made up. Yeah. You know? So that's my perspective going into this year is just let's survive it. Um, I hope the uh, climate apocalypse staves off another year. Um, I hope we, we don't go into any more wars. Um, I hope uh, people stop trying to control women's fucking bodies. Welcome back, baby. Yeah, yeah. you too, friend. I missed you. <laughs> um, don't worry, Chili is here too. Um, well, Serena, when you were younger, mm-hmm. hanging out with friends, your pals, mm-hmm. you know, on those late weekend nights, Friday, school's over mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, did y'all ever dabble with something from the spiritual realm, like a Ouija board or like little little rituals, like light as a feather, stiff as a board, Bloody Mary, stuff of that nature? Oh, yeah. Bloody Mary for sure mm. was one. And I hated it because I like I, you know, consumed so much horror, even mm-hmm. at that point when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't quite like decided if I thought that stuff was real or not, maybe. And I was like, uh, let's no, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's not do that. But also like it was so fun. Like I it, it was simultaneous like. Don't do it, but also like, hee hee hee, like, what if we did, you know? Yeah. What if we did? <laughs> what it? if we did? <laughs> um, and I, I kind of remember being like pretty afraid of Ouija boards. Like, I was just sort of like, mm, that feels too grown up for little old me or something like that. But um, yeah, mostly it was just prank calling. Uh, that that was the the mischief of the of the time. Calling boys, uh, calling our friends, and talking to their parents. You didn't do that? No, no, no. But you talked to their parents. Oh yeah. I would like pretend to be like I don't I don't even remember. Did you even change your voice? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember being on the phone constantly as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. With my friends. Yes. What about you? Um, yeah. I mean, you just said like you didn't dabble in Ouija boards and I did, but I didn't like quite, you did. I didn't quite understand the um um like the nuances okay. of it and um there's a particular memory I I have when um it was one of my birthday parties and I got a Ouija board from somebody and I don't remember who gifted for your birthday it. I don't remember who gifted it to dude me. you've always been a spooky little <laughs> <laughs> little goblin <laughs> but I know okay so this is how my brain works I don't remember how old I was but this was a sleepover at uh my parents old house the one i kind of grew up in before they moved and so i had in that timeline i had to be before 10 years old lorraine let us know yeah yeah lorraine again fat check um (laughs) and um i had a sleepover party i got we had the ouija board and again i i'm not like my proudest moment but we like played the ouija board and someone in the group asked, like, if you're with us, like, have a, like, do a little breeze. And there was, like, a quiet. And then here I am, like, <laughs> you did and not. I, did. I was a little shithead. But karma or something in the world was like, fuck around and find out, little jazz, because. So that happened. 
Like, of course, everyone's all freaked out. I'm like, this is great. This is perfect. Like, I'm orchestrating. I'm like, I'm creating. I'm like a set designer. Dude. I'm creating the vibe, Dude. you know? So, yeah, someone within our group was like, you know, cold breeze. And I didn't. Everyone mm-hmm. got all freaked mm-hmm. out. And then, like, we were, like, you know, moving the planchette around. And then all of a sudden, we hear, bang. Whoa. And I look. It was my dad. <gasps> He's He was looking in through the window in my bedroom. And he, like, bang. <gasps> freaked us all out and it like i almost shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> okay so you get it from coach ross yeah i, I mean i am i am you know a spawn of jenny <laughs> <laughs> you deserved that <laughs> i did no it was, it was great. And, like, the more i think about it i'm just like oh yeah okay yeah sorry. <laughs> but like <laughs> growing older and wiser obviously maybe but like finding out that like Ouija boards like they're they're kind of 50 50 I feel like there's those people who are like meh like I don't believe in this yeah. and then there's other people who are like oh don't 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 fuck with or this. if you do there are certain rules that you have to abide by mm-hmm. and like you got like again you gotta break the connection mm-hmm. you know and like whatever you invite in like you have to like be very clear mm-hmm. like this is over like we're we're done and then i've heard like you even have to like burn your ouija board afterwards. after yeah or like you have to dispose of it somewhere Whoa. like because it's a it's a portal yeah. of some sort yeah um i definitely feel like i know more people that don't like them mm-hmm. and are kind of afraid of them yeah. than people that have either done them or are like oh whatever like yeah. it's a dumb toy yeah so with that, um, what are your thoughts and feelings or concerns about uh, <laughs> demonic possession? Okay, so it's it's sort of my feelings about a lot of things because I am a science-based lady. Mm-hmm. But when I was a teenager, I I feel like I've told you this story maybe, but like I had these this weird um several weeks to a couple of months where i felt like something had kind of like latched onto me and glommed onto me yeah and i like maybe i'll get into it more in a future episode but like that that's like the one experience that i've had that makes me kind of question what i experienced and like the, the the possible existence of things like unseen and mm-hmm. like energy unseen and shit mm-hmm. like that um and i you know like i used to love like ghost adventures mm-hmm. and you know like movies like that and shows like that where they would um you know try to like talk to spirits and you know i i, I guess i was more interested in that as like oh that's really cool and you know this is exciting television mm-hmm. not like wow that must be true but um yeah i i guess i was also never like discounting people for their like retelling of experiences i know we tend to like embellish over time and maybe even unaware like unknowingly but like i yeah i've personally had weird experiences like that that make me kind of pause and go like i don't understand everything yeah yeah totally yeah so demonic possession, super cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like yeah. uh, humans do really bad things. Like I do often wonder, like where that comes from inside of people, and like 
where it goes when they die and like what even happens to us when we die like we, there's so much we don't even understand about like neural networks in our brain i mean i feel like i'm going and i'm turn i'm starting to sound like a, like a crypto like weirdo i love it. Um, but, it but like i don't know i just think there's so much that we don't know and like i think you know even even like scientifically there's like mysteries out there that we can explain with yeah. science, but had been explained through spirituality, mm -hmm. through ancient cultures, mm -hmm. you know, so I think it's all kind of connected. Mm -hmm. But yeah, what do you think about demonic possession? <laughs> well, I've just always kind of been the like, again, um, I also am very like, um, you know, scientifically minded. Mm -hmm. However, I just believe that there's so much energy out in the world mm -hmm. like like i don't want to sound like woo woo yeah you know? <laughs> i know i like but i know like, there's just so much energy that you know our 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 planet is very old and you yeah i uh, i feel like um you know i i believe in the life cycle i yeah. just feel like you know you you are you come into the world mm -hmm. you you live your life and then you know i i don't believe uh I feel like it's so narcissistic of us to know what happens right. after we die. Right. And be so sure. I mean, yes. I'm like, sometimes yeah. I'm envious of people that feel that way. Yeah, they're so sure. Yeah, they're, they feel so like sure of their convictions. Mm -hmm. And like, um, I just don't, I just don't feel like uh, there's, there's secrets to the universe that we, we are not privy to yeah. and i'm like okay with that yeah. and i feel like we shouldn't know those secrets mm -hmm. or those what happens mm -hmm. not even secrets just like what happens mm -hmm. and so i just feel like you know when we die our i i, be, I believe in soul mm -hmm. you know the soul and the spirit mm -hmm. and um yeah if something like horrific happens to you whether it's something of your own doing or something that was done to you like of course, I feel like that that changes something mm -hmm. within your own uh your own personal mm -hmm. atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I don't like I don't mm -hmm. know how to explain it. But um I've personally like have never experienced anything. However, there has been a couple times when like um like cuz I I take a lot of like at home I take cues from like chili mm -hmm. and basil mm -hmm. and Gumbo's kind of doing his own thing. I don't think he's like spiritually in, in, like in tuned quite yet. He's still a young man. But like, there's been a couple instances where like I look at Basil because if something's weird going on in the house and like Chili is barking, mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of take cues from her because I'm like, are you freaking out? Did you run away? Are you mm -hmm. looking elsewhere? You know, like. And Chili's just a sensitive guy, and he's great hearing, so it's probably like a bear or like some weird noise outside, but. I just um yeah I've never experienced anything personally. However, like like I agree with you. Like I don't discount what people have experienced, but also I think we might have a better grasp on mental health. Mm -hmm. And but I I do there like I I do understand that like um very um malevolent like entities mm -hmm. do um seek out and prey on people who i don't like this is not like the most sensitive way to say this but like they're, vulnerable. Like, they're vulnerable mm -hmm. and like you know there something happened to them and like maybe they're just not in the right mind or you know they're 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 going through something so like just 
them as a person. Mm-hmm. Like they're very like um you know very low mm-hmm. in a sense. And so I I I like that concept. I can understand of like oh yeah of course something would take advantage of mm-hmm. that and um which I think totally happens to our characters in yeah. the film. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> I'm like so pumped up to talk about this movie. Yes. Um, yeah. So um if um yeah, we so I know we've had a break, <laughs> but um we are talking about these concepts because it connects with our film pick for this episode. Our film today is um, you know, the hold your fucking mouth closed because it's so <laughs> scary. Uh, the 2023, technically 2022 Australian horror thriller. Talk to me. Talk to me. Um and apparently this is one of the highest rated mm-hmm. horror films of last year of mm-hmm. 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, Serena, would you illustrate what this movie is about? Yeah. I mean, I think I definitely agree with the calling it the highest. Like, I, I understand why Yeah, it's the highest rated. I don't know why it took us so long to watch it. Maybe we were saving it. I don't I don't yeah. really remember either. Uh, or maybe we wanted to watch it together. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. We, I just never... It just never. Yeah. There was never a time. Yeah. I was kind of, I I was honestly kind of scared too, because I was like, (laughs) oh my God, that, that looks, that looks crazy. Um, But yeah. So the little synopsis about the movie coming from IMDb, um, when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. Um, The tagline for this, you know, like when they interact with the spirits and for the movie is if you talk to them, they will answer. <laughs> yeah. And we um, did watch this movie together with our wonderful <laughs> and supportive pals again, which I thought was fantastic mm-hmm. because I feel like, um, you know, it just kind of really set the vibe of watching this with a group. And I don't know if, uh, if I would want to watch this alone mm-hmm. or even like, like, I, I love watching movies with Jeremy, but I just I feel like because we were with a group of people, yeah. it just made it feel more fun. Mm-hmm. But also just like we were experiencing mm-hmm. this thing. Together. It's like, are you seeing this right now? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like yeah. all of our commentary was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we um, yeah, just to kind of shout out to our friend Sarah, uh, Andrew, Andrew and, and Jeremy. But Sarah, like, is not a horror movie oh, girly. And she she like stuck it out and was willing to come out and watch this with us. Yeah. When we were like, she'd be like, I don't like this movie. Yeah. Like, drop- I like the fonts. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. The ending. She got to the end and she's like, I didn't like that. The only thing I liked was the, the font. font. The font. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, she's, she's yeah, she's a real one. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. yeah, Sarah, you're awesome. Um, well, here's some movie stats. Or actually, um, Serena, how, how, when, well, like, yeah, we were watching this film together. How, how were you feeling when, when we were watching this movie? I feel like my brain, like, turned off and i was completely focused on and and immersed in the world with these characters and i wasn't like analyzing anything i mean there was a couple points where i was like oh shoot that shot was tight or like you know kind of like cinematically but but i was so like immersed in it and so engaged with what was going on and just wanting to know what the fuck was going to happen next um yeah, and like I still don't honestly know how I feel about it, and that's yeah. why I'm so excited to talk to you. Totally, yeah. 
it, it was definitely a movie that made me gasp a lot. And I could say, like, that hasn't happened in a really long time. Yeah. And so it definitely lived up to the hype. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into some movie stats. Um, our directors, uh, Danny and Michael uh, Filippo, they're twin brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're of Greek and Australian background. Um, and I believe that this was their director. Or- <laughs> dick <laughs> directorial debut um they submitted uh you know they they got the movie going they submitted this to producers causeways and then it was picked up by a24 shout out to them because mm-hmm. they're just i feel like their integrity to film yeah and like what they want mm-hmm. and like also just like giving people a chance unknown directors yeah yeah, yeah. i love that um a24 picked them up and then it got accepted to sundance like immediately Mm -hmm. afterwards so that's why i said like technically this is a 2022 film because it kind of made the uh the circuit Mm -hmm. and you know uh in australia and then it got picked up to sundance and then it was released in the u.s in in 2023 and i'm so glad that a24 picked it up because like i've been to sundance once and like got to experience the whole like movie screenings and you know and a lot of them don't get picked up and so sometimes when you go to those like you'll see a movie that nobody else is ever gonna see or might not see for like a while because they kind of have a shelf life um but uh, yeah there's like a couple movies that i saw like before they you know picked up by netflix or whatever um and that was like a really cool experience but i'm so glad a24 saw this and was like fuck yeah yeah yes um and yeah the um these brothers they're like uh kind of boisterous and goofy and endearing i I was i looked at a few like interviews about them because i was like who who Mm -hmm. are these dudes Mm -hmm. you know and uh they have a bit of a like kind of funny chaotic timeline into fame um they were youtube stars from a very young age um are they like are they our age are they younger in their 30s like 30 31 okay so they were kind of at the the start of it yeah and um you know they did some amateur boxing they have small acting roles and then um some minor criminal charges because of their uh nothing nothing crazy um more so uh having to do with their youtube channel it was like they were driving around in a car that was fully submerged inside with water okay (laughs) driving around Uh and they they got pulled there was a very minor very minor Uh offense um i kind of want to see that now it's yeah and uh yeah their their youtube channel is called rocka rocka and um it was created in 2013 um, when they were teenagers, and the channel is known for its horror comedy videos. Oh. Yeah, and uh, so they had, they already, I mean, I looked at a few of their videos. They already have, like, a background on, like, special effects and practical effects and, oh. like, a, like really uh, uh, clever camera angles and stuff. And so... Um, Rocka Rocka has won numerous awards, including the Best International Channel Streaming Award, mm-hmm. Best Overall at at the online video awards and the AACTA award for best web show. Mm-hmm. Um so like they already had this like kind of like underground cult following and you know they already had this background in horror and like mm-hmm. making movies. Mm-hmm. Um so even though like directorial debut, lots of experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um and uh yeah they first brought uh, this movie to other big production studios but uh, they decided not to because the film studio's creative notes were just not in line with mm-hmm. theirs and what uh, these like big production companies wanted to do. They wanted to do something like uh, quote unquote like uh, more like 
typical mm-hmm. and wanted to change a lot of things. And, I'm so glad they didn't. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and um, they are they were they're you know they are so lucky that they had A twenty four and Causeways produ- producers that had their backs and like just let them do what they wanted to do. Um, and there's like uh, when researching for the for notes today, there's just like footage out there of you know them getting picked up by A twenty four and then going to Sundance and like they're they're talking to you know, their cast mm-hmm. and people like the, it's so heartwarming and like just very raw and genuine, like their reactions. And cause they all just like were behind this project, mm-hmm. you know, even their actors, like they, they were just so, you know, and, and, and it just feels like, it feels like a community, like mm-hmm. the way they talk to each other. It's very warm. It's very uh, sweet. Mm-hmm. And um, I like kind of fell in love with these dudes because like, <laughs> yeah, these are like real people and they mm-hmm. care. And, you know, they also have like are charming, you know, and they're really, they're twins. They're really funny. And they like, you know, their dynamic is really, uh, yeah, really, um, like, like I said, very endearing. Mm-hmm. And um they were also just worried because when this movie came out in the United States, it they were kind of the the release date was pitted against uh this around the same time as Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer. Yeah. <laughs> and so like they were so worried that like no one's not gonna see this fucking film. Yeah. But I mean, in in you know, in a lovely way. It feels like everyone saw their film. Yeah. I mean, I think like this this past year was such a good year for movies yeah. and like really good movies. Mm-hmm. Oscars, bullshit, kind of whatever. I mean, they they whatever. Yeah. But I, I've seen some really good movies this past year. And like I just I think people are excited yeah. to go. And I think like post like getting out of the pandemic and kind of yeah. creeping back into real life, like I'm I'm not surprised people wanted to see this. Yeah. And it yeah, took a bit of a time to like, how do I get back there? Yeah. Um, but uh, the writers on this, it was uh, one of the brothers, Danny, um, Bill Heinzman, and uh Daly Pearson, who um is better known. He's a writer for a Thor, Love and Thunder, and Bluey. (gasps) Bluey. (laughs) Another Australian treasure. Oh my god. Yeah, we should have named (laughs) it. But yeah, uh, the cast is relatively small throughout the film. We have Sophie Wilde as Mia, Mm -hmm. who is incredible. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Uh, I like could not take my eyes off of her. Um, Alexandra Jensen as Jane. uh, Joe Bird as Riley. Otis uh, Diangi as Daniel. uh, Miranda Otto as Sue. And when we saw her, we were like... (laughs) (laughs) everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah from lord of the rings um and then we also have a uh, trans actor zoe tarakis as Haley. and during um one of the interviews uh zoe was talking about someone was like how did you get into the character and zoe self-described their character as an asshole mm-hmm. but one you might have a crush on oh totally and i was like yeah yes. yeah <laughs> Totally. I get it. I so get it. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, Chris Alasio uh, as Joss, Marcus Johnson as Max, who plays me as dad, Alexandra Stefferson as Rhea, who plays Mia's mm-hmm. spirit mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Sonny Johnson as Duckett and Ari McCarthy as Cole. Um, 97% of Rotten Tomatoes, 8 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, 76% on a Metacritic. And then, uh, yeah, this film just has, like, a lot of critical film accolades. Um, This film is fucking awesome because I just feel 
like there's a lot of great practical effects within the makeup great special effects mm-hmm. like it's all very subtle mm-hmm. and cool camera angles uh that kind of uh play onto what is happening so it just like provides more uh, practical effects lots of sound mixing in this film that's very <laughs> uncomfortable like a so lot good yeah it's awesome and just like again it's an hour and a half film mm-hmm. timing is quick mm-hmm. and you it's like in and out mm-hmm. and it was great and that's all i wanted to be here for <laughs> um amazing performances just by the cast like i just was like you said i was just really drawn into what was going mm-hmm. on um and i think it's just uh an interesting take on grief addiction and escapism yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh yeah thanks for that, that jazz um you're welcome um yeah um uh, doing the research doing the work um I also think that the casting for this was so good because these kids are kids. Like, you can really tell, like, their naivety, their, like, lack of experience, like, their um, posturing and trying to fit in. They did such a good job. There's so many elements of this that, like, really take you back to that time in your (laughs) youth when, like, so many things were weird and uncertain and, like... so awkward trying to figure it out. So awkward, yeah. And and just, like, trying trying to make friends Mm -hmm. and, like, yeah. I, I just, like, really applaud them for actually using, like, like real young people yeah. for this because i you know there's so many movies and shows where we see like fucking what's that show um riverdale oh i don't i've never seen i it. i have never seen it either but I, they're like all like in their like 30s it yeah. seems like and they're playing like i don't know yeah. anyway let's not do that <laughs> <laughs> i applaud them yeah. for this. yeah i also you know i'm sure in Australia, these people are really well known, mm-hmm. but it also so kind of, yeah, it also kind of gave it a little bit about like, um, you know, uh, no nameness, no like name-ness, could be anybody, and I, can, and I could just like you know, uh, feel the story happen in front of me as if I like was actually there, and like uh, you know, I just didn't know these people, mm-hmm. you know, and I just I thought that was just. For personally, that was just kind of fun, you <laughs> yeah. Know? And um, but before we get into the movie, I just wanted to give a quick trigger warning, um, because this film, um, this film and the themes we will be discussing today, um, we'll we'll be talking about a lot of self harm, yeah, um, and suicide, mm-hmm. um, and just some other really intense topics, violence, yes, yeah. Um, but yeah. you know, I just wanted to give a quick, uh, just you know, just a little mm-hmm. little heads up because mm-hmm. I know that subject is not for everyone, and mm-hmm. we totally understand. Mm-hmm. Well, Serena, are you ready to talk to me? I let you in, <laughs> dude. Let's get into it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Alrighty, so right out of the gate, the film starts at a house party in Adelaide, Adelaide, uh, South. It's in the South Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person, we don't know who they are quite yet. Um, we find out later that their name is Cole. Mm-hmm. He's searching for his brother Duckett. Uh, He's like Duckett, yeah, Duckett. Have you seen Duckett? And everyone's like, "Who's Duckett?" Yeah. <laughs> um, so Cole 
you know, he's in this house. Um, he breaks down a door because he finds where his brother is. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a very jarring scene. Yeah. Because he hears them. He's like, dog it, dog it. And then he, without thinking, yeah. just like starts to break down the door. Right out the gate. And the dude was like, dude, my parents are going to come home. <laughs> like, I think we've kind of all, maybe all been at that house party. Like, oh, shit. I'm glad it's not my parents' house. Um, and uh, so uh, Cole finds his brother and um, he's shirtless and he has all these crazy wounds mm-hmm. on his back. It's really intense. Um, Cole tries to gently guide Dunkett out of the party, but he gets distracted because all of these people start to fuck. They whip out their phones mm-hmm. and they start filming. Mm-hmm. And Cole is just like, what are you doing? Put your phones. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's distracted. He's yelling at everybody. Yeah, he's yelling at everyone. And um, as Cole tries to stop people from filming, he's distracted. And then he turns and he gets stabbed by his brother. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like, because this just happened they're like it, there's so much chaos that just blows up in this house um and it's you know and then unfortunately uh duckett obliterates himself in the face with the same weapon leading to his death dude and that's like the first, first like th- three minutes three minutes yeah. of the film yeah and i remember we were all sitting there in the living room watching this and we were like <gasps> uh-huh like we were, immediately yeah and i was just like holy fuck yeah okay yeah <laughs> and i love hearing that like the two the, the the directors are two brothers and then they started this movie with like two brothers you know like killing each other like basically and like setting us up for success to be <laughs> <this movie. laughs> sure. yeah like what an opening and like again just you know um just commentary on you know social media content culture yeah and just like whipping out your phones and yeah. filming everything. Yeah. It like really puts you into the time of like this modern world that like you and I are like removed from at this point with like youth cult, you know, like we're still with it, whatever. Yeah. But like we're not that age. And I every time I talk to like my young cousins who are mm-hmm. like 15 and in high school or, you know, your nieces and like I just it, it's like such a such a different world that they live in now. Yeah. Like just in, in terms of like phones and like Snapchat and social media and, and TikTok. I can understand like the other aspect of it of like um a- accountability mm-hmm. culture, like mm-hmm. documentation. Yeah. Cause also just yep. like yep. the fuck sh- fucked up shit that's happening, you yep. know, like being that source of violence. Yeah. Being yep. that source mm-hmm. of reporting what's going on around you. So mm-hmm. it, like I can understand that part, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I just, I just don't know if I would feel comfortable filming like a shirtless guy getting walked right. out of a party. Right. I would just be like, right. I, I would just be like, I'm just gonna go in the other room, like this, or like, do you need help, bro? Like, <laughs> I, would, I, I would be like, this is not me. <laughs> I'm in another drink. Yeah, I, I'm in another bathroom. You know. <laughs> Um, so fast forward, we're introduced to our main protagonist, Mia, um, who is at the second anniversary of her mom, Rhea's death. Um, we later find out soon that her mom died by suicide um, from overdosing on sleeping pills. She's still navigating her grief. It's pretty fresh and struggles to connect now with her dad, mm-hmm. um, who plays who's Max. Um, Mia gets a call from Riley, who is her best friend, uh, Jade's younger sibling, um, asking her if she will come pick him up because Jade forgot to. Um, they have kind of a cute little exchange. And then while driving back, they come across an injured kangaroo. Dude. 
Um, Riley begs Mia to put it out of its misery because it's suffering and Mia ends up not following through. Like she, she's about to, she like backs up to like, kind of like rev and then she stops again. Um, and she leaves the dying animal on the road. And later that night, Mia convinces Jade and Riley to go to a well-known local gathering through social media where the main attraction has some mysterious and fun draw to it. Yeah. Who the fucking kangaroo? Like, Dude. oh my god! I mean, yeah, and like it's back to Sia, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like that scene is so relatable and yeah. so cute because yeah. they're like we've all been there, we're like screaming, mm-hmm. singing at the top of our mm-hmm. knees, and like they're like looking at uh-huh. each other, like it's it's so adorable, uh-huh. and you know. At first, I was like, oh, this is not her brother. This is her friend's brother. So it's, like, also, like, shows, like, who Mia is as yeah. a person. She's, yeah, homie, I'll come pick you yeah. up. And like, see, see, yeah. see, see, see it together. <laughs> um, but then I love how they did that because it was, like, like pure bliss and joy. Mm-hmm. And then their faces just kind of melt away. And she, like, stops and turns the music off. Mm-hmm. And you just hear... I mean, it's, it's it's gross, but you just hear like the gargly mm-hmm. suffering, like sounds mm-hmm. of this animal, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what the? And you you don't see it at first, and you're like, what the fuck are they looking at? Yeah, yeah. And they did like such a great job with those effects on the kangaroo. Like it's it's really dark outside, so but you see enough, and like it it feels very realistic. Yeah. Like I've seen so many like higher budget bullshit you know that's like why does that not look real still you know but like i i thought that was like so well done and like when she backs up you're like okay like i guess if you if we have to watch this like you can't leave it yeah you can't leave it like he's like you like we gotta do something yeah you can't leave it and she's just like uh okay and yeah and then she's just like uh another car will come and he's like it's still dying still there yeah and i thought this like was a really interesting like foreshadowing motif mm-hmm. perhaps um but it has also felt like very reminiscent of Jordan Peele's deer mm-hmm. in get out mm-hmm. and i like i love when storytellers like not just filmmakers but when storytellers have animal symbolism mm-hmm. and it's like it just kind of creates another deeper layer mm-hmm. and i you know, at first you're just like, whoa, that's weird. And also like, oh, you like <laughs> unique uh, sense of quote unquote, like, um, I, like, I don't know how else to say it. like roadkill, like place, sense of place. Yeah. Of place. It's like, like our deer. Because in my brain, I'm like, oh, like deer. Yeah. <laughs> possums, raccoons, you know, but it's like, oh, kangaroo. kangaroo. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is also like um, an interesting to thing too like i i feel somewhat like i can relate to like uh so when they get back to jade and riley's house like mia like goes into jade's room and she's like jade is very distracted mm-hmm, on her phone mm-hmm. she's texting her boyfriend who used to be mia's like little boyfriend mm-hmm, at some point little crush sure, yeah. yeah and i've been there before where like your friend um is distracted because like they have like this other person in their mm-hmm. life and again it's, it's fun and exciting but i've totally like i've totally been there with friends where like 
but you're my friend like <laughs> not possessive but it's like oh but i want to hang out with yeah, you yeah yeah and it's like as an adult i could totally understand like yeah that would feel kind of weird mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like oh are you texting him Mm -hmm. you know like you know just trying to bring your friend back into and also wanting to like probably get some like be consoled a little bit because you saw that and like you know what probably want to talk about it yeah and um yeah so it's just hard to see that like mia feels like her friend is being distant Mm -hmm. when like not only is it like her mom's death anniversary mm-hmm. but then the like the kangaroo mm-hmm. thing like so jarring mm-hmm. um and it's also like homie she just picked up your brother because mm-hmm. you fucking forgot mm-hmm. you know like maybe be like hey thank you for doing that right. like right. what do you want to do tonight you know <laughs> hey um and then uh yeah like there's a moment where um like sue comes home and she like gives mia this like really tender yeah like loving hug and i'm like I wish they – that's one thing I wish they kind of did a little bit more about this film. I wish they would – because I was – there was a moment where I was getting confused. I'm like, how, how is Sue, like, connect? Like, mm-hmm. obviously, she's the mom, but was she best friends mm-hmm. with, like, Mia's mom? Was, you know, does she have a connection with Max? Mm-hmm. You know, they never really talk about – Again, maybe it's just like maybe they're showing like this person just cares about this person, mm-hmm. but they never really go back into like where she fits in and all. Yeah. She's just the mom yeah. who like nags on everybody yeah. a little bit. And but it's like also like very chill. She's yeah. she kind of like is aware of like the goings on, like, oh, you snuck out last night, or oh, like yeah. are you gonna be is there gonna be drinking? Like, you know, like just kind of be like be responsible. You have kind of like a longer leash with me as a parent, but like don't don't fuck up my like yeah and i i don't know like now that i think about it like i was so chill with my friend's parents like yeah like they were yeah. they were always so welcoming yeah. and kind and would feed me yeah but this mom i mean in like aon from lord of the Rings. yeah but she like even though there isn't that backstory that we know about she did a very good job of like really letting you know that she cares about mia and like Mia is part of their family. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a sense that Mia, you know, has become somewhat codependent on mm-hmm. this family. Mm-hmm. You know, like the escapism, like she does not want to be at her house. Mm-hmm. Like there's that really uncomfortable scene with her dad and mm-hmm. she's trying to wash dishes and you can tell her dad's trying to reach out and talk. And mm-hmm. then she does like that thing that we've all been there before. And she's like stopping. She's like, what? Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah. 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 And then there's like pause. And you're like, okay, I'm going to go back to doing what right, I'm doing. But right. then okay, you're talking over me? Like, right. what, what do you want? Right. You know? And she just, like, doesn't want to be home. Yeah. So I can see, like, she really relies on this family for, like, solace. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, later on, they're also just, like, kind of not shy to talk about behind her back that, like, she's kind of maybe overstating her welcome mm-hmm. a little bit. And, you know, uh, but they're just, like, kind of at this point, I feel like Jade her vibe towards me is like she's just kind of tolerating her at this mm-hmm. point and um but also then mia uses her trauma to like get jade out you know yeah, she's like my mom died let's go two years this. ago yeah i'm sad yeah let's let's just go <laughs> um so then uh that night the three sneak out together to the gathering where the main attraction is a severed uh severed and bombed hand the gathering is hosted by Haley and joss the ritual begins by holding the hand and saying talk to me this opens a portal to communicate with deceased spirits and if saying 
I let you in that allows the spirit to possess the person, Mm -hmm. uh, the living person. The ritual has to end within 90 seconds by breaking contact with the hand and blowing out the candle. This prevents spirits from binding to them, um, to that person and cutting the connection between the living and the dead. When that happened, I was like, okay, well, where'd these rules come from? Like, who who made these rules? Okay. (laughs) Um, So, you know, they're at this party. Um, Mia volunteers to go first and is possessed by a soul that is a aggressively focusing on Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh and or Joss and Haley struggle to break the connection and the time limit is slightly extended. And after this whole thing, because it's quite like jarring, uh, Mia comes to and she's just like in a very euphoric, mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you think is the deal with like everyone's vibe towards Mia because she is yeah, she's she one of the few in. yeah so she walks in and like Haley especially is like, like clocks her yeah it's like why the fuck did you invite her and you know like and everyone else is kind of looking at Mia yeah, and and she just kind of is like you yeah. know kind of cowards a little yeah, bit and like it sits on a couch yeah. and she's like I'm gonna hang out here so there is this backstory that we are not really sure of like did Mia do something like what like did something happen that everyone knows about yeah. do they just know that her mom's dead and that's weird or you know she's one of the few pocs you know and so like i think there's an element of that like when you're kind of thrown into these places where you like don't see yourself represented and you want to make friends with everybody and i think that's part i i felt like that was like a peer pressure moment when mia kind of was like okay i'll do it i'll do it yeah and volunteered yeah like like i want to fit in yeah yeah be cool yeah like and I think there was kind of like that sort of like um like ra- racialized difference mm-hmm. there. I guess that's what it made me feel because I feel like that sometimes. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of the times up here. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like I just I felt her otherness like deep inside of me. Sure. And I yeah, we don't know why everyone was treating her like shit. But I mean, I I guess like, you, yeah, and like I think about the age that everyone is right now mm-hmm. and sometimes i think people are so awkward and they don't know what to say and that it, it almost like manifests into someone ostracizing someone because mm-hmm. you don't understand what this person's going through uh, this is not my view i'm just like trying to think like if i was a teenager uh-huh. and like oh there's that girl her mom you know she, that's that was her mom mm-hmm. like oh like and now like, I don't understand her feelings mm-hmm. or I don't understand what she's going through. And she's definitely had like a like a um, a change in character, mm-hmm. so to say. So, like, I don't know how to act towards this mm-hmm. person. And I feel like, yeah, I think that's just the thing when you're young. You mm-hmm. just don't understand nuances. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, like, you're not at, like you're not as empathetic or sympathetic as you should be yeah. towards people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like when she volunteers and she literally like, sits down, everyone whoops out their phone and it's yeah. like there's no consent no. whatsoever what's no. going on so you're just like not accepting it but you're like okay this is the deal yeah. and this is what i saw on like social media platforms of other people and that's what drew me here um but uh there was a line when uh mia was like what happens after 90 seconds and then uh not zoe <laughs> Haley goes they will want to stay and yeah. you're like and then what does her, that mean? her demeanor kind of changes. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And she's so nervous. She's yeah. like, she wants to grab it. She's like, she like, yeah, she uh, doesn't grab it the right uh-huh. way. And they're like, no, you gotta, you gotta hold uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. And, and there's all these like, like 
it looks like signatures on it, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like all these little writings. Is it like if you did it, you get to write? I don't know. Yeah, but, who knows? Yeah. yeah. They didn't talk about that. Like, why, <laughs> why does his hand have, like, little tattoos yeah, everywhere? Yeah. What are those? Um, but, yeah, I thought that uh, the demonic possession, the looks on the, like on everyone was really cool. Yeah. Like, like, subtle. Subtle. And then, like, the eyes dilate uh-huh, fully black. Uh-huh. Like, you get abrasions on your skin. Your lips are, like, all yeah, capped and, and blue yeah, and bruised. And then, like, there's this very subtle contortions happening. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, thinking about it, like, I'm getting chills yeah. because it's, like, it's so good. Yeah. And the possession element is, like, yeah, these are totally, completely different, like, people, quote-unquote, yeah. embodying you know, the person that, you know, and so like their body language is different. And like, I remember the one, like the one that took over Mia the first time. Oh yeah. She's like touching herself. Yeah, she, and like, she's like flirty. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's like, you can't see, but I'm like, you know, gently like glaze, like grazing my finger. Yeah. My face. And, and, and then, then yeah. and then she goes, she, she looks, looks at, at Riley me. and she goes, they like you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, some fucked up foreshadowing for sure. But then, yeah, and then then something else uh, takes over. Yeah. And Joss and Haley are like, okay, let's wrap it up. And Joss tries to grab mm-hmm. the hand of, of Mia's hand, mm-hmm. but she like pulls it back mm-hmm. and she kind of, her chair falls over. Mm-hmm. And then she's just, dead straight looking at riley and starts to like say run 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 and then she was just like oh my like i remember like like i couldn't move. i know i was like i, I was like hand was on andrew i was like frog what yeah and I, I feel like even like moved up in my seat uh-huh like, uh-huh and then Haley and joss are like they're like they're like oh my god what the fuck just happened like shaken yeah and then they like like mia like mia comes to and then she's like celebrated and and, like they're like like, that was the best one yeah and i was like oh my god yeah this is and and, and still this is like the first one that we're witnessing yeah and we know like more is to come and you're just like if that was the first one like what the fuck bro yeah, are we happens? getting into yeah, right yeah. now and then i love how it like cuts to like an axolotl grounding moment and mia's like she's like on a high after this her she's like smiling yeah. she's like gasping yeah. she, like almost like like you just got off a roller yeah, coaster like, or something. Oh my god, that was amazing! Yeah, yeah. And you're like, ooh, girl, <laughs> it didn't seem like that on this side. No, hell no. <laughs> yeah, and then so they like go back to Jade and Riley's house. Riley's a little shaken because I think he's they, younger than the yeah, rest of and them. He, I think that might have been like his first like big kid party. Yeah, you know, and um. And he tries to like go to Jade for comfort, but she totally just dismisses him mm-hmm. like an asshole younger or older <laughs> sister. And then he like goes to Mia and she's just like, Yeah, pull up, like come over here, like sit sit on the pull-out couch mm-hmm. with me. And he asks her, like, what did it feel like? Mm-hmm. And she's like, It was so amazing, it was so great. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think because Riley trusts Mia, Mia doesn't want to, like, she's not, she's like, no bullshit with Riley. Yeah. And definitely Riley, has a big influence on yeah, her. Yeah. And Riley asks, like, kind of asks, like, what happened to your mom? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Mia tells her or tells them, like, what happened and, you know, that 
since her mom's death, she's she's felt very abandoned. And Riley, like, is so sweet and, like, mm-hmm. comforts me and says, like, you'll never be alone because you will always have me and Jade. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, damn, dude. Yeah. Like, he's so innocent he's so and he has so innocent. much love for her. Yeah. And it's like the, the bigger sister that he's not getting out of Jade that actually is, like, paying attention to him. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah. Um, Mia also talks about a nightmare that she had um, where she doesn't have a reflection and a mirror. Um, and, and I think this is also because Mia uh, was, you know, isn't who she is mm-hmm. before her mom's death. And like that old Mia is kind of maybe feeding away or is slowly mm-hmm. like feeding away and mm-hmm. is gone. Um, and well, that's also like used in a lot of like um vampiric demonic like storytelling where it's like you know the 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 non-living don't have reflections and i think another foreshadowing moment because it comes back yeah totally um of like mia being like somewhat disconnected from the real world yeah totally 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 yes yes like um like i have something here like um you know like vanishing and like slowly isolating herself from Mm -hmm. people and like unaware self-sabotage mm-hmm. in a sense and um there's a really creepy hand that touches riley oh. and then we don't know whose hand nope. it is nope and <clears throat> this is where i'm like dude beckoning spirits is something i don't want to fuck with yeah like, yeah I, like yeah no 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 so then due to the rush and excitement oh my earring just dropped um Due to the Russian excitement over the experience, Mia and Jade invite Haley, Joss, and Jade's boyfriend, Daniel, um, who's also Mia's, like, little ex, yeah. um, to Jade's house that uh, the night while Sue is gone for the evening. And Sue is even like, don't fucking have a party. And she was like, they told me. Tell yeah. Me. Tell me. Yeah. Party. I'm yeah. like, we, she, no she goes party. to every room. Oh, it's so funny. Because <laughs> she's just like, what's happening? And I'm like, nothing. We're going to stay here. And then she goes to the other room. Yeah. Don't don't worry. Yeah, they, yeah. they told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell me. Yeah, yeah. She's like like trying to yeah. like manipulate them. <laughs> and these kids are uh-huh (laughs) um then the group um you know everyone kind of comes over and then the group starts to take turns during and after possessions and then there's like this really sick scene with like this music and i ended up downloading that song after because i was like that's sick well because uh mia starts singing it's a french she like starts singing the lyrics Uh to the music Uh whatever spirits possessed Uh and that was a really cool scene yeah you just sort of see like all these kids like Circles uh-huh. that was like one of my favorite shots in the whole the whole thing um but like everyone is going at it and then riley is like i want to do it and jade's just like no absolutely not yeah fuck no Ab- don't even look at him don't touch it like yeah like you shouldn't even be here honestly yeah. but i'm letting you but like absolutely yeah. not and then mia like agrees to let him i feel like she like he looks up to her so much, but it's like, dude, you are not this person. No, sibling. no, like, exactly, like, exactly. And you should—you don't get to say you like should also that. Just respect what your friend, yep. what the boundary that yep. they just put down. And she crossed that boundary, yes. big time. And so Mia's like rationalizing, like, okay, it'll be like fifty seconds instead of ninety yeah, seconds. Like, there's some weird negotiating going. On yeah, there. and she's just like, she like lets him, and so then Riley takes the hand. And then he appears to be possessed by the spirit um, passing as Rhea, 
um, Mia's mom, who attempts to talk to Mia through Riley. And I'm getting goosebumps, like, talking about this. Mia stops the group from ending the possession to frantically keep talking to her mother because she's, like, wanting to know what happened because there's so many unanswered questions for Mia. Um, And then Riley's body is overtaken by, like, some sort of self-harming spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's just, like, results in him, like, brutally, brutally hurting himself mm-hmm. by like throwing his head against the edge of like hard county oh and eh, that was probably one of the most disturbing parts of the film oh for yeah. Me. yeah i yeah. like i i was yeah. just silent yeah watching that yeah and the kids were too they were just like because it, it was like that's never happened before where like Every, you know, everyone kind of come out of it like on a high. And this is sort of like one of the the consequences are finally being realized for what yeah. they're actually doing. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're laughing because it's uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it was it was very hard <laughs> to watch. Um, But yeah, like. Um, yeah, so Riley is hospitalized after this because he, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like Serena said, is just, like, brutally mm-hmm. injured. And, um, yeah, and, like, uh, we don't, yeah, like you said, like, we don't really know the origins mm-hmm. of the hand. Mm-hmm. It's very unclear. Um, but we do find out that, um, Haley and Joss got it from Duckett. Mm-hmm. And we know what happened to Duckett. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, you know, there's like this lore like, oh, it was a hand of a medium or is a mm-hmm. hand of Satanist. It's like, then why the fuck is it here? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. And again, where the fuck did you uh-huh. find this? It's like, where the fuck did you learn these rules? Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. But but it's kind of like you don't necessarily need all that information to make this believable yeah. in a weird way, which I think is really interesting yeah. because sometimes when you see a movie and there's like all these kind of plot holes that you're like, wait, what? Yeah, It takes you out of it. But yeah. there's something about this movie that just like it doesn't matter how much information you're getting or not. Like you're still like so invested. Yeah. And um there was that scene where uh daniel jade's boyfriend Mm -hmm. and there's some um little backstory on him he's like he comes from like a very conservative Mm -hmm. family um (laughs) there was like even like a a fuck was the line like mia was trying to defend jade to sue and Uh was like or no jade was like mom he like He's like Christian, and uh-huh. he like he's like celibate, or she says something, and, so, yeah, and then yeah. she's like, he still has a dick, yeah, you know, like. <laughs> um, but Daniel, when he he when the spirit that overtakes him, it's very uh, sexual, yeah. uh, and it's like moaning and licking its lips, and it's staring at me, yeah. and everyone is just like yeah. then looking at Jade, like yeah. oh shit, yeah. like this is uncomfortable, and Jade's pissed, uh-huh. and then. Uh, Something happens to Daniel and his chair also gets knocked over uh-huh. and their dog Cookie. <laughs> like, Cookie. Like, like really like, you know, a little like meatball of a pit bull. Uh-huh. Uh, or pit bull? No. Bulldog. Bulldog, yeah. yes. Um, then like goes over to Daniel and Daniel starts ma- making fully making out, out this dog. Yeah. It's, it's, but everyone's laughing. Yeah, and they're they're like filming it too. Mm-hmm. But you're just like, this is too long yeah <laughs> like i get it yeah. i know what you're trying to do but then like uh 
uh, then you know they break the connection and he's kind of embarrassed and like runs away yeah. and i'm so glad like from from this like f- moving on like they they put cookie outside of yeah the room. I, was like, oh, I know i know i think we were both like please don't please don't hurt this dog please don't yeah yeah um but then yeah like that scene you're talking about it's like a party drug concept like cheap thrills um and also there is an interview uh, during one of the interview, one of the brothers were talking about like talk to me is a movie about teenagers who use demonic possession to get mm-hmm. high. And that's how I felt mm-hmm. when I was watching this. It's like, yeah, here, pass it along, pass uh-huh. it along, you know, like, uh-huh. oh my God, that was such a rush here. Now you try, yeah. you know. And But that, I mean, we as the viewer are doing the same thing mm-hmm. in like a really meta way too. Yeah. Like we're experiencing this. And, and it's like, disarming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we we get some kind of high off of yeah, horror movies yeah. too. I mean, I thought it was like such a great concept yes. of just like yeah, like what what would be sort of the like relative comparison drug for the you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like highly highly dangerous, but like really like like fun and lucrative and like accessible enough for teenagers to you know. So it's yeah. like it's sort of like this this like like combination of all the the worst things about like every possible drug you know what i mean yes and yeah just like the blind faith that we all have in our friends as youth you know like the mirage of like we are young and nothing can touch us Mm -hmm. it's like such a hilarious entitlement Uh and um but yeah like it's really shitty that mia extends the connection for her own like gain Mm -hmm. and it puts and it puts Riley in danger. And that's and- how you like I felt like because she loves Riley so much, that that made it even more worse yeah. because she's like she's willing to to put his body and his like soul on the line yeah. in this selfish way, but you kind of also understand why because yeah. she's also in grief and probably shouldn't even be there. Yeah, and she's like looking for something. Right. You know? Right. And she yeah, and she I think you know, unfortunately, like when grief happens to people, we do look for things to distract us. Yeah. And this is this is her distraction. Yeah. And then to have that connection where like, oh, fuck, my mom is on the other side uh-huh. of this. Like the person I, I lost and I yeah. need to connect with and how and why yeah. I'm feeling this way. Like yeah. it like I, I can't say I wouldn't have like I wouldn't take that chance. Right. Or but it's like there's something there, like as a viewer, you're like, dude, no, 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 right. no, 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 no. Right. Like, if I know anything about like uh, ghost stories mm-hmm. or like these these accounts of demonic possession, sometimes they do try to trick you by passing us. That's not else. your mom. That's not your mom. That is not your mom. That is not what's that what's that TikTok? <laughs> that man is not oh, real. He's not real. Yeah, that man is not real. <laughs> and honestly, that motherfucker. When... <laughs> that motherfucker right, mother- mother- right there. <laughs> Honestly, when I first saw that, I was kind of like, whoa, like, what yeah. did she see, though? Exactly. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, dude, like. Um, and her mom. Oh, right. Her mom's like wet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that you're like, what? Why? She's so slimy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so like Jade does come back in the room and sees what's going on. And she blocks like the final blow mm-hmm. to Riley's face because mm-hmm. he's about to like hit it on like mm-hmm. the side of the table. But that scene when he tries to pull his own eyeball out, we were all like, yeah. we were all like, no. Yeah. And then fucking Mia disassociates and is just in so- shock and like walks away. And we all were like, we all were like, 
oh my god the, the candle, candle the candle the candle us as a group uh-huh. watching we were like oh fuck oh yeah, fuck oh yeah, fuck yeah, like yeah, yeah. the connection did not get broken <laughs> you know like it's too long yeah. dude uh, like that scene <laughs> that whole thing went from like zero to 60 way so quick. fast so quick so fast and then yeah so due to the connection with the spirits not being closed after Raleigh's possession mia is now being pursued by visions that appear to be her mother yeah jane and her mother sue blame mia for what happened to riley and they refuse to let her let her see him in the hospital and you mm-hmm. can tell she's she's like s- like so like I don't know. Devastated. Devastated. Yeah. yeah. And she wants to go to Riley. And they're like, no, you cannot be here. Like, they kind of like, they're like, they like kind of, in this moment, they kind of cast her out of the family. Yeah. They're like, you are not core core three. You're not part of core three right now. Like, you, you need to go. Yeah. And Mia is devastated. And she, we find out she secretly took the hand. And, um, uh, and and due to events of the night, you know, Mia and Daniel, Daniel offers to give her a ride home. Mm-hmm. And because things were just so fucking crazy that night, um, Mia offers Daniel to stay at her house, you know, and she's like just as a friend. Yeah. You know, and um, the two innocently share a bed and Mia witnesses a spirit mm-hmm. like it's <laughs> it was like. You, I just knew, I just knew something mm-hmm. was going to fucking come out of that mm-hmm. corner. Because then the spirit, like, slinks out of the corner. On all fours. Yeah. And she, like, clocks Daniel's feet. Huh? And she, then she starts sucking on them. And then while Mia is witnessing this, she's, like, fucking terrifying. She's frantically trying to wake up Daniel. However, Daniel wakes up in a trance it's Mia sucking on those toes oh. and like her full <laughs> foot and mouth. And she's just like, eyes are rolling back. And he's just like, Oh my God. And he freaks out. Obviously. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I cannot. Um, and Daniel leaves and she's just like, she did. She's like, what happened? What happened? You know, then she comes out of her trance. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, then Mia, takes the hand out of her backpack and then she uses the hand to contact her mom which the spirits insist that her death was Rhea's death was accidental and that she needs to help riley mm-hmm. who is still possessed and um unfortunately in the hospital he still attempts to um end his life mm-hmm. and every time um he re- and he like returns to consciousness mm-hmm. and mia leaves the connection open and begins seeing her mother without the hand losing her grasp on reality mm-hmm. and this girl is not well Mm-mm. not well Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. it is yeah and it's and so this is where i'm like what what is sue's background mm-hmm. because she when mia goes to the hospital she instantly points the finger at mm-hmm. her and she alludes that mia might have a past with substances mm-hmm. or like she instantly just blames her mm-hmm. and you know i again i don't know what it's like to be an actual parent and like you just you i guess you just never think that your own kid will do harm to your other kid mm-hmm. so like 
who's the other scapegoat or who mm-hmm. like where does your mind mm-hmm. in a really unrational mm-hmm. state go to mm-hmm. and so we do kind of get this like sense that like mia in the last two years like something something had happened yeah. to her so she did something yeah and sue kind of has been holding that yeah over yeah, yeah 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 but like i also kind of clocked i mean there was that other kind of example of like mia's otherness popped up again yeah where it's like her dad we don't know where her dad is mm-hmm. i think he tried calling he her tries calling her and she just like ignores yeah. his phone calls yeah so she's you know she she's really not tethered to any kind of family other than this Got family it. that's now like fuck get out of my way yeah. like don't even show like, your face here yeah. but like you know it they, yeah they've kind of like double down on the nuclear family side and mia is not family anymore yes and oh god like riley's face is so (laughs) it's so yeah it's like barely a face it's barely a face yeah yeah, his like the one eyeball eye it's like so puffy (laughs) and um to me this kind like the way so like back to the party drug uh like concept Mm -hmm. it is not unheard of if you do drugs or even alcohol for the first time uh, the 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 potential of like going overboard and like overdosing the first time you ever do something mm-hmm. um so to me like riley's possession mm-hmm. felt like an overdose yeah because it was so intense and it happened so quickly and like we saw it no one no, it and it was no, his first yeah it yeah. happened to nobody else mm-hmm. and it's just so sad too because like Back to just like the concept or the idea or the experience of demonic possession. It's like the innocents are the most attractive mm-hmm. and the 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 e- easily uh, more in, in uh, impenetrable. Is that the word? Like, like pen pen. Penetrable. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what word I said. <laughs> Penetration. Pen- <Ooh>. <laughs> but also, like, I mean, just like one other thought on the like the party drug aspect yeah. of it is like with party drugs, you know, even thinking about like like fentanyl, something yeah. like that, and and how people get so um, quickly addicted to fentanyl Mm -hmm. and how we all know that fentanyl is super bad and super dangerous but there's still so many people that do it Mm -hmm. so like even though people saw like duckett and his brother Mm -hmm. and like the consequences of doing this like quote-unquote party drug they're still gonna do it and because it can't happen to me exactly exactly yeah the denial Mm -hmm. and that's why like to me this feels like there's an underlining theme of addiction because mia took that hand Mm -hmm. and it is a connect to how she's feeling about you know her grief is so intense and she she needs to escape um the connection to something powerful and something quote-unquote real you mm-hmm. know and because no one else is no one knows what me is feeling and she's feeling something with what this hand gives her mm-hmm. you know and um it's something bigger than herself and it's comforting it's the it's 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 uh putting a pause on reality and it's filling something for her yep. that no one else can give her. Yep. And that's why it feels like, addi- I mean, I've never, I never, I don't know what addiction feels like, yeah. but I have, when I was in, when I was in college and, you know, you're just kind of like <laughs> thrown in the thrills of like independence. Like mm-hmm. I, I did have a moment was like, well, I'm drinking too much, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I can sense 
or sympathize how that could feel. Being on the precipice yes. of that. And- I, my doctor gave me muscle relaxers once for like really terrible back pain after mm-hmm. I broke my tailbone. What? Uh-huh. Oh, my, it was different story for a different time, but like we're going to put a pin in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like taking a bath and like being on my um my muscle relaxers and just being like, oh, I get it. Yeah, like I, this feels, I, this feels too good. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. The bliss. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, like, uh, yeah, I just remember like you and I had a very visceral reaction seeing that fucking thing come out of the corner because it it was so subtle uh-huh. but, but that was that was a little bit of a trope because uh-huh. horror films do do that where they focus on something a little too much and mm-hmm. then my brain's like what am i missing mm-hmm. and i'm like looking and mm-hmm. i'm like there's something out of the corner mm-hmm. something's in that corner and then yeah she just kind of comes and out. that was like this sort of like that sleep paralysis demon Hell, right yeah. because she's not asleep she's not awake she's in this yeah. sort of lucidity and then this you know like but actually real life is now influencing her yeah. and you wrote it in the notes but i remember andrew andrew said this yes and it was i was so thankful because it, it broke the tension <laughs> he just was like oh man she's really sucking on those dogs on those dogs <laughs> so andrew call our feet dogs i know <laughs> <laughs> and we were like so traumatized yeah. from that that we were like, okay, like cheesecake, um, cheesecake. Yeah, it's Sarah, thank you for bringing that cheesecake. <laughs> we literally had a cheesecake break. We like paused the movie while we went into the kitchen. We had a little bit of a break, yep. and then we kind of were just like talking, like <laughs> like kind of avoiding that we yeah. had to come back to the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think I was just like, okay, like <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta keep going, yeah. everybody. Okay, so uh, <laughs> due to what happened to Riley, the group tracks down Cole to see if he has any insight um, on what is like going on. And Cole is the brother of Duckett. Okay. Um, and he says, with time, the living body will push out the spirit. Um, and so Mia attempts to contact Riley in the hospital by using the hand and is instead shown a vision of Riley being fucking ravaged by like just gnawing on like being in hell yeah and like tearing him apart and his like sweet little innocent face is like an dude i i like i that scene those scenes stuck with me (laughs) like i okay so you remember the movie mother with jennifer lawrence so like similar fever dream and especially when like towards the end the end of that movie felt like those scenes of just like 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 people everywhere touching you yeah it's like you can't yeah yeah just like just like the most horrible things you could ever visualize happening to you and like it's a sweet boy yeah yeah in hell or in limbo yeah we don't know yeah we know we don't know i feel like it's limbo or like purgatory Mm -hmm. but maybe more limbo yeah i don't know and so afterwards it's revealed that max has uh raya's suicide note Mm -hmm. and so this kind of explains a lot of this distance and like uncomfortable atmosphere but not knowing what to say yeah and so she he shares it with mia and um, however, Rhea's spirit manipulates Mia that he's lying. Yeah. I remember her mom, like the she mom just popped up. She comes into the room uh-huh. and you're like, no, no, no. Uh-huh. No, no. And she goes, he's lying. 
yeah. And oh, I'm going to keep getting goosebumps. I keep getting goosebumps. Um, and so Mia hallucinates a violent attack by her father. She's in her room. Yeah. And she like hallucinates that the her father came in and is now like attacking her and causing her to and, – and, and we keep flashing back to Max like being on the he's, couch. And he's like – and he's calling for her uh-huh. and like he's banging on the door. Uh-huh. And Maya's like – that's not uh-huh uh-huh so we have we have like two versions of max like one where he's banging on mia's door trying to get her and hurt her and then the real max that's just like chilling on the couch yeah. like not doing anything there's all this fucking chaos and so he you know he's like oh my god what what's going on and that causes her to inadvertently stab the, the thing that's attacking her matt you know her version of max yeah. that's attacking her with a pair of scissors that's that are in her room yeah. and Rhea tells mia that in order to save riley's soul she has to kill him yeah and i like when mia's dad like actual dad like me like her fever dream is kind of broken yeah. and we see that no she just stabbed her actual fucking dad yeah. in the neck and he just like he the look on his face yeah. too yeah and she just fucking leaves him mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what the fuck dude mm-hmm. like yeah, and yeah, that's where this is like, okay, girl, like your perception of reality and yeah. what you know from right and wrong, right. it's it's not correct. Right. And this <laughs> felt, I mean, there's so many drugs out there that can induce schizophrenia and like weird psychosis. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like people who are bipolar or people who yeah. are prone, to, you know, like it, it really just does become Mia being like totally taken over by this this yeah. high, this drug that she's been chasing and her mom who's influencing her in the real world at this point and now has killed her dad. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. 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 I'm like kind of somewhat lo- like I have words in front of me, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't know how to do uh-huh. it. <laughs> and yeah, like, man, it was just like a really heartbreaking scene to watch like her dad sit her down. It's uh-huh. like, hey, I need to share this with you. He's trying because he said like this is as much as mine as it is yours. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry from keeping this mm-hmm. from you. And he tell he reads Reyes suicide note mm-hmm. and it explains everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And there are little a quote in the note that the spirit, mm-hmm. when it was taken over Riley before shit went down, mm-hmm. that was saying that to her. And mm-hmm. it was like, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, there, I forget what else was in the note that the spirit was saying to Mia. Mm-hmm. And oh, me was like a, nick, a m- nickname. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what the spirit told Mia. Like, I love you, me, you mm-hmm. know. And, and in the book and in this note, it's like verbatim some yeah. of these words. But I remember after he read the note or while, while he was reading the note, I remember when the, the spirits, quote unquote, spirit of Mia's mom comes in and it's like, he's lying. Mm-hmm. You do kind of go like, wait, like, was it actually a suicide? Like, did he have some kind of involvement? Like, because there is a flashback to we Max, just, yeah, like, he's he's banging on the door. And, like, he, he opens the door and she, like, falls Slumps on him. over, yeah. But, yeah, I just, in my brain, like, did that, because her, her reality skewed. And I'm like, did we this happen? We don't know. She's unreliable yeah, as fuck. Yeah, not a reliable source. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Rhea's spirit is very sinister. And, like, there, like you said, there was a, like, she... Mia tells the story that like her, her maybe her mom like had like uh, a change of heart or mm-hmm. change of mind and so as she is 
dying. Mm-hmm. She, she she clawed at the door. Mm-hmm. And so her spirit has these very subtle splinters mm-hmm. underneath her fingernails. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I, this is, I can't This movie is <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Rhea has told Mia that Riley has to be saved from this agony that yeah, he's in and, and killed in order to save him. Yeah. And it's kind of, in a sense, like, um, like we'll get into it in the next scene, but like when they find Cole and he's like, "Yeah, the spirit will move on and it'll be okay." It's like a mo- it's like a like a metaphor for like withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Like it'll move on, everything will be okay. But like Riley bringing the game, or no, not Riley, Mia bringing the game to Riley to help him quote unquote recover, mm-hmm. and it's like almost reading like, "Oh, let's just give him like a little bit mm-hmm. to help him." It's mm-hmm. almost like win-win addicts are in withdrawals and like the people around them are like or 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 their doctors are like we're give you this prescription mm-hmm. that's gonna trick your your chemical like in your mm-hmm. body to say like this is what you need but mm-hmm. it's really not what it is just to kind of help just enough easy mm-hmm. ease e- ease out of it mm-hmm. um yeah it's just yeah oh my god it's just like it yeah giving them a hit so the withdrawals don't actually take him away and it's like yeah yeah it's just it's yeah there's a lot going on in this movie so yeah. then uh so after mia like takes a pair of scissors for her dad um mia calls jade and tricks her and attempts to kill riley at the hospital mm-hmm. what like, does she tell jade she's like i need you to come here like she tells like she tells her to like help her or like she yeah she knows what's going on like yeah she, she could help riley so jade like leaves the hospital yeah and Jade finds Max mm-hmm. and oh um but uh Mia can't go through at the hospital. She can't go through with uh killing Riley and she sees the vision of the dead kangaroo mm-hmm. in the hallway and it's bloody and it hops away. So Mia kidnaps Riley and attempts to push his wheelchair towards the highway into oncoming traffic. Rhea, Rhea, quote, quote, <laughs> attempts to egg on Mia, telling her, like, it's going to be okay and just follow through. However, there's a moment where instead Mia is the one who goes mm-hmm. into traffic and uh, she's there uh, lying in the middle of the road, like, badly injured, and she's finding herself, like, then transported, mm-hmm. like, into the hospital and, and I think that was like the same angle, yes. like the shot yeah, it, of her on yeah, the road. Yeah, it didn't move, but then the scene around her moved. Yeah, it, yeah, but it was the same angle as the kangaroo, yes, like in the very yes, first yes, part of the movie. Exactly. And um, so Mia's in the hospital and she envisions a fully recovered Riley who is talking to his family. And she also sees her dad leave in an elevator. Um, in attempt, she is calling out to people. No one is responding to her. Um, and she goes by a mirror. She doesn't have a reflection, uh, kind of, you know, like her nightmare. And she has disfigured hands. And to me, they kind of looked like the embalmed mm-hmm. hand. Um, like same position and like her joints are like slightly like contorted. Um, swallowed by the darkness. Again, we're mm-hmm. at the hospital we're getting swallowed by darkness. Um and uh, there is a faint light at the end of the hallway, this and she's so good. She sees, and she's walking towards it. Um, and then she sees another hand extend towards her with a candle lit. Mia grabs the hand 
and then is transported to a gathering in Greece. The person holds Mia's hand, falling with the words, I let you in. Dude. And that's it. Dude, that the way they <laughs> ended this movie yeah. was so yeah. good. Yeah. Like they could have ended it, you know, like in the hospital and Mia just like, you know, realizing it and like cut to black or whatever. I don't know. But the way they like brought it all fucking home and showed you how these spirits actually access the human world in this, you know, and it just makes you wonder like Mia's like, you know, in this well lit or like dimly lit little corner of darkness. And you just wonder like what is out there around her Yeah, because there's so many other things lurking in the darkness that are just like ready to like find this, this hand and like interact with the real world. And you're just like taken there because it's like this party that's happening with like the people in Greece. Yeah. And she's now become like the pariah and it kind of ex- totally experiencing yeah, it on the other exactly. foot. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought that was a cool way that they ca- they brought the kangaroo back mm-hmm. in. Because um, to me, that signified that, like, you know, in a sense, like, she can't do harm. She, yeah. can't, she won't. She can't yeah. follow through. Really. I mean, she didn't harm her yeah, dad yeah um but it, it as mia as a person she mm-hmm. we we i guess in a sense we know she's a good person yeah and she would never intentionally hurt yeah. something do you remember riley turned around and the look on his face where he was like lucid and he was just like like looking at her like oh my god like mia what yeah, are you what doing are i don't want to die like yeah, what are you but doing it, it's in be- but it goes between the spirit that's haunting him uh-huh. and the spirit that's haunting him is really uh-huh. gross. he's like toothless uh-huh. like riley is now uh-huh. and like is licking his lips and he's very just like uh-huh. very in her face and like is egging her on and is like we want to right? uh-huh. you know and yeah then they kind of but they i that was a good that was a cool trick to like they switch between riley mm-hmm. and the spirit i think it was just in that in the very yeah. last bit before mia made the decision to throw herself instead yeah. and yeah uh her sacrificing herself for riley lying in the middle of the road like you said is like yeah indicative of she is the kangaroo um however i feel like this animal's in misery but mm-hmm. i feel like mia was always miserable and just like numbing out the yes. pain that yeah. she was in yeah. and um yeah, from the beginning, we just can tell she's just, like, a really tortured person. Um, but, yeah, she is now a spirit herself, no longer living. And the way – yeah, I just – like you said, I just love how they – like, uh-huh. the whole, like, like circle back, like, mm-hmm. she's summoned. Mm-hmm. And – and it does make you feel for the others, like in a way, like some of the other spirits that you, we did kind of see glimpses of, where it's like they they probably crave so much to be back in the oh, real yeah, world, just like flying around mm-hmm. in limbo and, or purgatory. But then probably being there that long makes you fucking weird, <laughs> you know? Yeah, who knows? Like maybe yeah. I'm your, in a sense, your spiritual body. Yeah, starts- yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I just oh, yeah. did such a good job yeah. with that so, movie. So final thoughts. I mean, it's I have a lot of thoughts. But <laughs> like, yeah, um, really cool take on like uh grief, guilt, and the multifaceted spiritual connection between again mothers and daughters. Mm-hmm. We keep coming back to these mm-hmm. concepts. Um, the maladaptive uh coping mechanisms, substance abuse, being trapped in the cycle mm-hmm. of addiction for the pleasure of 
escapism, Mm -hmm. you know, not wanting to be there. Um, The vibes of the spirits just, yeah, like we said, waiting in purgatory. And they're so slimy and bloated. Like, I, you just, like, the ending of this movie made me feel really bad for all of those people. Yeah. You know, and they're just like, they're, like, they're almost like, without their consent, they're Mm -hmm. like pulled into Mm -hmm. back to reality. Mm -hmm. And of course, when they get, summoned into Mm -hmm. that person of course they don't want to leave you know Mm -hmm. um and yeah the spear of the mother um clearly corrupt their (laughs) their their it goes with like you know a certain level of heartbreak that mia wasn't ready to handle i don't think that was her mother at all i don't think it was either i think it was like mia's manifestation of her pain something that glommed onto her to try to manipulate her to get what it wanted i don't think mia's mom was in that purgatory place at all like i think i think she did commit suicide and you know is somewhere else not where these spirits were they just i think yeah the, the 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 theme of they they will they will trick you yeah you know, and yeah. it's not it's not what you think it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just it just like the moment that Riley's family literally excommunicate her from the hospital yeah. and she that's when she fucking starts spiraling yeah. and yeah. grasping to hold onto something real fear of vanishing, like her reflection yeah. in the mirror that comes to fruition. Yeah. Um, yep, the we talked about the commentary of party drugs and just teenage drug use. Yeah. Um very visceral child <laughs> endangerment. Um, yeah. But also, the, like we touched upon in the beginning, the autisticity in the characters, the performances blew us away. And just how, again, I, I, I understand this, but just how easy teenagers can be manipulated. Things can escalate so fucking quickly mm-hmm. and that you want to make your own decisions and like be an adult, but and like live your own life without mm-hmm. boundaries or situations. But like I said in the beginning, fuck around and find out is so <laughs> yeah. goddamn real in this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh I thought that this was definitely like the best like new horror movie yeah. that I've seen in a really long time. Maybe. I like, don't think this one like chilled me as like I think the last one that did this was like the maybe the descent honestly. Like or the witch, like I, I just felt like I mean maybe for new newer one, yeah. like the witch was like one of the the last ones that really got to me, like this yeah. one did. Well, yeah, they're like in a sense like the witch, it like captivated, yeah, me. and yeah, yeah, I like could not find myself looking away, and even when we had the cheesecake break, I was like, we gotta go back, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta go finish this, movie. yeah. There's a part of me that's just like, I'm good, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, we we have to finish this film, yeah. And it helped us get over that hump and like got us through to the end. Yes, gave us enough yeah. brain energy. Yeah, shout out to Sarah for bringing the cheesecake. But like, I mean, as we've been talking, I'm sitting across from Jazz and like the the day has turned from day to night. And we're now like pretty much sitting in darkness with like our faces lit up just by our screens. Yeah. And we're talking about this really scary movie. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, I... I'm like having the best time right yeah, now. Same, same. <laughs> it's so fun, and I, I love this. I love this so much. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, also, um, I gotta give a shout out to Carly because she was like, "You need to watch yeah. this movie," yep. and I understand why. Like, yep. I think 
when the movie was over, I heard you were like, yep, lived up to the hype. I understand, you know, like, and yeah, it was just like, I have not been scared in a mm-hmm. really long time. But I mean, by life, yes, but by mm-hmm. a movie or like a story, like, I, I, I was just blown away. And I, like, like I usually do when I don't know how to process, I like, uh, put that energy into like cleaning uh-huh. <laughs> and, like, and, like that was fun you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean where do you where do you rank this one like i guess in your your like repertoire of like top top horror films wow um i don't know if it's like my number one but for the concept of a modern mm-hmm. horror story mm-hmm. where it's element oh sorry it's elements <laughs> smack my mic again um where it is bringing real life elements of like you know uh content culture mm-hmm. um you know uh like teenagers wanting to escape mm-hmm. their daily lives and you know and and I can totally relate to that mm-hmm. um and yeah just like the concept of like possession going viral mm-hmm. in a sense like mm-hmm. that is like some spooky shit right and you like you you know and you think about especially when we were younger there was so much stuff on the internet that i feel like i saw that was like super disturbing and i yeah, shouldn't have like, seen um, what fucking 4chan dude yeah, yeah like, like I, those those websites yeah and i i know i only saw like a tip of that iceberg at the time but like nowadays i feel like you can see something and you don't know if it's real or not you know yeah. and this really like for people to even like film this stuff happening and we as the viewer are like oh no this is actually happening to them but when it's like through the lens of a phone screen yeah. that that sort of like disconnect happens and think you know like you're you're taken away from it and you're like you're not sure if it's real even though you're seeing like what these characters saw there's that disconnection of the phone that just makes it like a little less believable exactly yes yeah oh. yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. Ooh. Great job. So good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, well, uh, what movie are we doing next, Serena? There's a murder on the dance floor. But you better not kill the crew. DJ. I'm so glad this song's getting like a, a re yeah. reinvigoration. It's kind of I mean I never I I, I will admit I never heard this song before. Oh really? Movie. No, not at all. I didn't know that the I no, I okay. was not aware of the song. However, it is very still like like the kids say a bop <laughs> <laughs> that like to me I was like, oh, this is a new song. No, it's from uh-huh. the 90s. 90s. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never heard this song before. Yeah. Yep. And it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but I also think that's like what makes a great song. Yeah. And in a sense, like, you know, like it could be from decades ago. Yeah. But it still like translates mm-hmm. into now mm-hmm. and current like current life mm-hmm. and current culture. Mm-hmm. And oh uh, yeah, I I I did not know that song existed. Yeah. So if you 
can't tell. Um, the next <laughs> movie we're going to do um, is a movie Jazz and I also watched fairly recently. Yes. And we are going to do. And it's funny because I didn't know you were going to do this movie. We just kind of watched oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, there was like yeah. so much buzz about it. And we like Jacob Elordi and like he and I forget his last name. I love him. I love him. Barry I love him. Barry Keoghan. Barry Keoghan. Yeah. Keoghan. Keoghan? Keoghan. Okay. I think Ke- it's Keoghan. Keoghan. It's Barry Keoghan. Um, they are the characters in this new movie from Amazon called Saltburn. I don't know if you heard of it. Yeah. It's a little, a little indie film. Yeah. Just like- <laughs> but I just, Small. I was like, I watched it and I texted Jazz and I was like, what if we did Saltburn? I was like, yeah. I was like, it's technically... It's a thriller. It's, I think it's technically a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's so much to unpack in it. Yeah. So much. But I was also hesitating to want to cover it because I was like, okay, we have to, like, describe the plot that happens. And there's so many parts of it, like, that, you know, that... I was like, do I want do I want well, to recap yeah, I mean, what happened? And I'm I, I I might be getting you a little too ahead of myself here, but it's interesting because like there's another movie that like I feel like um content culture kind of took hold of. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, Really? Mm-hmm. Like this is how well pri- primarily the youth. <laughs> yeah. This is how they're reacting to this. Like, huh intriguing yeah and then i watched it yeah there are some things in this movie i'm like oh okay yeah. yeah you know but then i was like oh this is not that shocking yeah that would make me want to walk out of a movie right. theater right 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 and, and i don't know what that says about myself us. or us yeah but i yeah. i'm excited to talk about that yeah next we episode. will super duper get into it yeah. um but yeah we're going to be covering Saltburn. so if you haven't seen that movie yet it's on amazon prime um go watch it come back and we yeah we can't wait to talk about this one with you um and yeah i i i loved our conversation today yeah. it was so fun to get back into it we're a little we're a little like how do we get into this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talk about popeye yeah yeah when this episode comes out we're like kind of in february yeah almost valentine's day my birthday month yeah pisces mm. queen pisces queen um yeah so that's the show hell yeah yeah well dear listeners uh <laughs> check on the people you care about amen and try to see what's going on with them you know like i understand sometimes it could be a lot but you know that person needs you and just do the best you can dude chili uh, chili just like he's like he knows that he's we're like, wrapping up oh he knows yeah he's like what's up <sighs> hey um and uh yeah don't fuck with things that you don't understand or can't control and always <laughs> cut the connection yes blow that fucking candle out yeah make sure big girly like before you leave the house make sure you blow out your candles too yes and like i said at the beginning fucking check your carbon monoxide detectors check your sound detectors yeah blow out the candle just blow out the candle yeah (laughs) that's it that's it okay um thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of babes from the black lagoon i'm serena and we are so happy that you joined us for this episode Mm -hmm. and we'll see you guys in two weeks where we're going to talk about salt burn (laughs) Wow. 
sometimes uh, i'm really like we need to quit our yeah we we just be, need to become either backup singers or um like do a, a duo singing thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes we'll make so much money people will come far and wide to see us sing mumble what mumble sing popular places? songs what is, where, where are the sirens <laughs> They're pulling me in. I know, I know, I know. Okay, bye. If you want to help out the show in a big way, the best way is to tell all of your friends about the show and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening now. This will help others find the show so we can slither our way into even more ear holes. 